plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing, love the way you look in the mirror, and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Food School podcast, our food school marathon and lesson number six. Today, as I promised, we will talk about exercise, not about how to become a bodybuilder or a fitness model or, uh, I don't know, ultra endurance athlete. No, how to exercise if you were born as a human being and you want to maintain optimal health, optimum mental and physical performance, if you want to live long and as much as possible of that disease-free, if you have, if you want to have a lot of physical and mental energy for whatever it is you want to do in your life. Uh, Again, if you want to prevent diseases for as long as possible, and if you want to maintain health, healthy weight and healthy metabolism. So what do you need to do again? Because you were born as a human being and our physical and mental health requires, absolutely requires physical activity. And I'm A lot of times I don't even want to say it requires exercise. It actually requires us to be active. So, for example, if we were still running in the jungle, we would not think about doing any kind of exercise, right, to maintain health and physical and mental performance. We would just move, pick up uh, heavy things. We would do probably some squatting, some push-ups and uh, some pull-ups, running after or after our food or gathering our food or trying to find our foods under rocks or maybe escaping from predators or enemies or we would move a lot so and as a species we evolved that way so we need to move again to maintain our physical and mental health and performance and most importantly we need to be active to maintain our healthy metabolism And also, we need to maintain our mobility in our joints and flexibility uh, in our tendons and uh, in our muscles. We need to be able uh, to move to also stimulate the circulation of our blood and also, very important, our lymphatic system that is in charge of detoxifying our body and getting rid of all the 
cellular metabolism garbage, uh, and if our lymphatic system is not stimulated enough by our movement, then all this garbage is going to stay in our body. And actually, there are a lot of theorists about that that inactivity, not enough stimulation to our lymphatic system that removes all the garbage from our body that doesn't have pump like our circulatory system, our heart is the pump for that system. So there are a lot of theories that that garbage causes a lot of diseases and um, a lot of unwanted conditions of getting older, just garbage accumulation and not uh, and the system that doesn't perform well enough because we just stop moving. And, you know, there is even a saying by someone, we don't get old because, oh, we don't stop moving because we get old, but we get old because we stop moving. And I totally agree with that. And people who stay active till their last years, they usually look years younger than their less active peers, and they stay disease-free for much longer, and they're able to do things by themselves for many, many years and much, much longer than their less active peers. So, Without further ado, how to move and what you need to do to maintain your health and mental and physical performance without, again, having to become an athlete or if you have no interest in a lot of muscle or becoming a fitness or bikini model. And it's totally fine. You know, all of us have different things we love to do and we want to do in our life and we have limited amount of time. So we need to dedicate and distribute our resources according to our own goals. But again, movement is not optional. As long as you are a human being, as long as you have this physical body, this brain, this connection between your mind, your brain, and your physical body, as long as you're a human being, again, you need to move. So first and foremost, you need to be active. You need to be consistently active. And consistency is a very important word here. You cannot exercise once a week and the rest of the day just sit on your ass, be it completely inactive. That is, or even if you exercise an hour a day and the rest of the day you just sit for hours and hours and hours you know guys they say sitting is a new smoking and that's true sitting is even worse than smoking if you do it consistently for you know eight hours a day if you do it consistently for 10 hours a day without any kind of breaks that is really worse than smoking for your body and for your brain. So you need to be moving consistently and be active consistently. So for most people, I recommend, of course, at least an hour of some kind of activity. And again, it doesn't have to be um, training. It doesn't have to be running. It doesn't have to be a workout in the gym or yoga or whatever. You just have to do at least one hour of walking a day, at least one hour, no less than that, guys. And then also consistently, if you do a lot of work on your computer, if you sit a lot doing whatever, meetings or uh, any kind of work, you need to um, make sure that every 20 minutes or at least every 30 minutes, no less than 30 minutes, you change your positions. If you don't have standing desk, you know, the best way if you work a lot at your computer, if you have a lot of work that needs to be done at your desk, you need to ideally get the desk that where you can change your position when you can work 
standing sometimes and sitting sometimes. So I usually, if I don't have the desk, I usually just organize my working space that way so I can do some of my work standing, some of my work sitting, depending, you know, how de- mentally demanding that work and how tired I feel, how much I moved that day. So, but anyway, every 20, 30 minutes, you need to move, you need to change the, your position, you need to, you know, get up if you are sitting, you need to stretch, uh, you need to maybe do a few squats. Every 20, 30 minutes, I usually have my own fit break routine that you can find on my Instagram. And I'm going to um, post the link in the show notes. So I just do a few push-ups, a few squats, bodyweight squats, uh, a few crunches and uh, stretch in different directions. And that's what I do every 20, 30 minutes. And then also your brain starts working better because you improve circulation, you improve delivery of oxygen, and uh, you improve the delivery of nutrients to your brain because your brain sits at the very top and you need to stimulate your circulation to deliver more oxygen, to deliver more nutrients to your brain if you want to perform at your best capacity. So that's science, guys. If you're sitting all day long without moving, you're actually compromising your mental performance and you are much dumber than you could be if you moved every 20-30 minutes. And of course, if your earning ability depends on your mental work, then you're also compromising your ability to earn more. And for every individual, it's different. But if you sit all day long, no movement, no breaks, then you're just doing and being so much less than you could be. That's it. So every 20, 30 minutes, again, take my feet break. Do five squats, five, five, squats, five push-ups, five crunches, um, maybe five jumps and a little bit of stretching, you know, stretch your arms up and down. And then maybe drink a little bit of water. We all need to stay hydrated also for mental and physical performance and then get back to work. So every 20, 30 minutes, then an hour of walking, at least an hour of walking every single day. And then also... As a human being, you need to work on your mobility. So, at least for five minutes a day, five, ten minutes, usually it's best to do at the end of the day when you are getting ready for bed. One of the best getting ready for bed routine It's doing some stretching or foam rolling. You can also Google, you know, those terms, stretching, simple five minute or 10 minute stretching routine for the whole body. Uh, you know, Google is amazing thing. YouTube is amazing thing. You can find anything there. So no excuses. <laughs> and then foam rolling is even better. It helps to release your fascia, that the special tissue that helps to maintain uh, structure in our body for all of our organs and our tissues. Anyway, foam rolling or stretching five, 10 minutes a day before bed, it's the best time. So dude, that also will improve your mobility for many, many years ahead. And again, you need to maintain your mobility if you want to live disease-free and performing your best mentally and physically for many, many years ahead. So plus to that one hour and changing your position, being active every 20, 30 minutes, you also need to do five, 10 minutes stretching daily. Usually great to have it, to do it before going to bed. Another thing that you need to do on a regular basis, not every day, but regularly, is weight training. So 
Weight training can be done with your body weight. So it can be push-ups, can be squats, even though squatting just with your body weight without any kind of tempo adjustments or slow squatting or without any kind of weight cannot necessarily engage your muscles as much as ideally uh, your muscles. Your muscles should be challenged weight-wise at least a couple of times a week. I usually recommend to people for, again, the best mental and physical performance, not to become bodybuilders, you know, and work out several times a day or every single day do some weight workouts. No, but twice a week, dedicate some time. 30 minutes is more than enough. And either do strength or weight training workout at home or go to the gym. Again, you can Google some simple body weight workout routines or you can Google uh, simple Weight training routine, 30-minute, bodybuilding.com has a lot of those routines for free uh, with amazing videos and instructions. So one day a week, 30 minutes dedicate to your lower body. So if you're if that is in the gym, so that's amazing. You can do, you know, some squats, some leg presses, some deadlifts, but squats and deadlifts and leg presses, and you are done, guys. You will you will get all the stimulation you need. So uh, one day a week lower body and, you know, you go or you stay at home and you do the warm-up a little bit, moving all parts of your body to prevent injuries and to warm everything up to deliver some blood, some oxygen, some nutrients to your muscles and tissues. So 30 minutes, you do lower body one day and then 30 minutes upper body. So, you know, something like pull-ups, like push-ups or bench presses and uh, pull-downs for your big um, back muscles, maybe uh, back extensions for your lower back, um, some biceps, some triceps exercise, uh, shoulders, of course, you know, shoulder press is amazing. Just a few exercises, again, uh, to engage your major muscle groups in your upper body and maintain your muscle mass. And it's also proven that you need to maintain your muscle mass, the minimum amount to be healthy and performing well mentally and physically for many years ahead and also to prevent injuries as you get older to maintain bone density. And this is very, very important, guys. A lot of people in their late years die falling because they never did any exercise, their bones got so fragile and simple, small fall from standing to the floor will cause your bones to break and sometimes it's lethal as simple as that so it's not some joke guys you need to do weight training resistance training con- consistently again twice a week is enough 30 minutes your lower body 30 minutes your upper body intense heavy short is the best because then you also have enough time for recovery and more than enough time for recovery, and you're going to maintain, again, your stress, your your strength, your agility, your ability to perform mentally and physically and to prevent injuries for many, many years ahead. So, so far, we got hour of walking. Um, You can also include, you know, 30 minutes of walking plus the strength workout, if that's the day when you do your strength workout. Every 20, 30 minutes, do a mini feet break or just walk, do some stretching, 
do a couple of squats, uh, calf raises, uh, getting on your toes. Um, so 20-30 minutes. Uh, every 20-30 minutes, get active, do stretching before bed, 5-10 minutes. Um, and then to maintain your heart health, to increase your heart rate variability, basically the speed with which your heart can go you know, from the highest rate to the lowest rate, and that variability, the highest rate uh, and the lowest rate, uh, that also a predictor a predictor of your heart health, of your metabolic health uh, in your later years in life. So to increase that, you also need to add, this is the last thing, some kind of interval workout. Ideally, of course, it's going to be maybe once a week you do sprint workout. So you do 5-10 minutes of interval workout when you do intense sprint for as long as you can and then maybe rest a minute or two and then repeat it five, ten times. You can also do all kinds of stair runs or maybe burpees for a minute as fast as you can and then rest a couple of minutes and then again maintain it for five, ten minutes. And that's all it takes, guys. Or you can even do interval warning that actually interval walking that actually proven to improve your heart health, your heart rate variability, and that is also proven to be much more beneficial than walking at the same pace. So how to do interval walking, for those of you who are not fans of running or sprints or burpees, um, this is the least you should be doing to maintain your heart health for many, many years that you have to live. Walk at your regular pace, maybe five minutes, and then walk for five minutes faster when your heart, when your breathing rate is elevated, when you're breathing uh, not so deep, but faster, when your heart is beating faster, and then five minutes again, switch to normal walking. You also can do uh, one minute of really fast walking, and then maybe two, three minutes uh, of regular pace walking, and you can do a lot of activities uh, as intervals. And that's what you want to do if you want to improve your heart health and heart rate variability that is also, as I said, a predictor of your longevity and your health when in your later years. So to sum it up, guys, exercise for health, for longevity, to improve and maintain your great mental and physical performance, to prevent diseases of old age as long as possible, and and also to prevent metabolic diseases right now, to maintain your healthy weight and healthy metabolism, and to improve and increase even your earning ability, as we talked before, because brains need the nutrients and oxygen that pumped when you moved and not pumped when you sit on your ass all day. (laughs) So what's the minimum? An hour of walking every single day, the very minimum. Uh, Every 20-30 minutes, you do your feet breaks. If you're sitting or even if you're standing, you need to change your position. You need to do some stretching. You need to move. You need to drink some water. So every 20-30 minutes, five, ten minutes of stretching or foam rolling or maybe mini yoga routine that are also available on YouTube. Five, ten minutes. That's all it takes every single day. Then twice a week, we're going to do at least 30 minutes of resistance training. So 30 minutes for your lower body. 
30 minutes for your upper body major groups, your back, your chest, your shoulders, your arms kind of work by themselves when you engage your bigger muscles like your back, like your chest, like your shoulders. And last but not least is interval workout. So it may be interval walking or sprints. They don't have to be long, you know, 5-10 minutes. You have that once a week, enough. But do your best. So interval walking or sprints or interval burpees. And that's it, guys. That's what you do when you're born as a human being, not as a bus or a cockroach or you were lucky enough <laughs> to be born as a human being and you have this body and this brain, this physical machine that carries your ideas and your work through this world. So you need to maintain it in a good enough condition so you're in a good enough position to perform as well as you can mentally and physically and to create that vision for your life that you have in your head. You need your body and your brain performing well enough to do that. So that's it for today's, guys. Lesson number six. Hope you found something useful that you're going to apply starting today. Don't put it off. Your mental and physical performance and your long years without disease worth it. So start today. And as usual, thank you for listening, guys. And eat better daily.